This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back, friends. Great to have you here on the block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Great event happening this week that uh, you're going to want to go to if you can. Uh, thanks to our friends at the uh, Maxwell School at Syracuse University. Proud to welcome Dave Bing back to Syracuse, New York, uh, Friday at 4 p.m., a discussion that will touch on many of the themes that uh, Dave wrote about in his 2020 autobiography, and it's a book you should read called Attacking the Rim, My Journey from NBA Legend to Business Leader to Big City Mayor to Mentor. Yeah, there's a lot there and a lot to cover in that discussion. Uh, You do have to RSVP by today. It is free. It is open to the public and an event you should absolutely go to if you can I'll go to maxwell.syr.edu to register for that. And joining us now is the man you will hear from at that event, a Hall of Fame basketball player, better yet, a Hall of Fame person, and a pleasure to welcome him on ESPN Radio and QSportsTalk.com, the great Dave Bing with us here. Dave, how are you, sir? I am doing well. Good to, good to be talking to you. We're excited to hear you're coming back to Syracuse, which you do uh, often enough to you know catch some hoops and catch up with uh, your former backcourt mate. But uh, what's what's going on with this uh, event? Tell us what uh, you want to do and, and get across in, in your message for those that will be there. Well, what I want to do, I mean, I've had a pretty exciting life. Um, I've, uh, I've done some good things. I've achieved some things. But it's not just because of me. It's because of um, the way I was raised, number one. Uh, and number two, it was because of a lot of people around me that didn't get credit, that should get credit. Um, it's about just being the kind of person that tries to do the right thing. Um, you know, I was very fortunate to go to Syracuse, and everybody told me I was crazy coming out of high school. <laughs> Why would you go to a place that lost 27 games in a row? And uh, nobody knew anything about the relationship that I established my weekend visit at Syracuse. It was with uh, Ernie Davis, who was a senior at the time, uh, had just won the Heisman Trophy, first black to ever do that. And his teammate, John Mackey, Syracuse had no black basketball players. And so the guys that really introduced me to Syracuse were two football players. And uh, I did make the decision uh, to go to Syracuse. And I teamed up uh, my uh, freshman year uh, with a guy that, is well known in Syracuse because we came there together in 1962. I left after graduation. He's still there, and uh, we were roommates. And we were teammates. We were roommates. We were friends. And I'm just pleased to uh, to come back um, and, and talk about some of the things that and some of the people that I met at Syracuse that have an impact on my life. Dave, it's incredible to hear so much in there about the time you came to Syracuse and how groundbreaking it was. Losing 27 in a row, I can't imagine if that happened today. I think the city would burn down if something like that <laughs> went down, right? But what were the other options? What, what were people telling you you should have done instead of coming to Syracuse? Well, I had uh, probably close to 100 scholarships coming out of high school as a high school All-American. And Syracuse was the last place I visited. You can only visit five schools. 
And uh, the new coach coming in at Syracuse was a guy by the name of Fred Lewis. And he was a great recruiter. Um, he, he knew basketball in and out. He's out of New York City. And he, um, he really impressed me uh, in terms of the kind of style of play that he was going to introduce uh, to the program. Um, you know, I had scholarships from UCLA to, to Michigan to Indiana, a lot of the black schools. But uh, nobody had heard much of the Syracuse program. Uh, and so when I got there, um, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect. And Fred did an outstanding job in recruiting that freshman class. And the outstanding thing for me is not only were we pretty decent basketball players, we were good people, and most of us are still in contact with each other today. Dave Bang joining us here, going to be back in Syracuse on Friday, giving an amazing speech and Q&A session and a reception afterwards at the Maxwell School. Go to maxwell.syr.edu to learn more about this event and to register to go. Dave, I know you have been asked a lot of Jim Beheim questions through the years. Here, here's what I have. Do you remember conversations about coaching? Did he always want to be a coach? Did you guys talk about that uh, when you were roommates and friends and, and backcourt mates back in the day? Beheim thought he was a coach then. <laughs> <laughs> Got the head start right off the bat. Oh, yes. He was, uh, you know, different plays that the coach had put in. You know, Bayham and I would sit up at night and, and we would talk about options off the basic play. And most of the options ended with me passing him the ball so he could get the shot. So, yeah, he was coaching way back then. But, you know, on a serious note, Jimmy uh, was a student of the game way back then. He was not blessed with a whole lot of athletic skills, jumping ability, you know, being real quick and all of that. He was smart and he knew how to get open. And when he got open, he was a pretty good shooter. So um, we were a good backcourt together, um, you know, for the last couple of years of our career at Syracuse. Dave, uh, there's so many basketball stories. What are some just, you, you, you mentioned a little bit in the connections that you made, and it was the people that made the difference that brought you to Syracuse, New York. What are some of your favorite memories at Syracuse that have nothing to do with basketball, nothing to do with sports, just your time here in Syracuse, New York as a student? I think it was um, it, it was a student body. I mean, I lived in a dorm uh, my first three years, and I established a lot of relationships with just regular students. I mean, you had a great relationship with your teammates and the athletes that were there. We all knew each other and got along well. But the regular students who were fans, who were sport fans, but at the same token, they were good people. And uh, I learned a lot from them because we were all from different kind of backgrounds, different demographics. And um, I joined a fraternity because we didn't have enough black students at Syracuse to have a sorority or fraternity. And the only fraternity that I could join uh, was uh, a Jewish fraternity, uh, Sandy Sigma Alpha Mu. And I made a hell of a lot of good lifelong friends uh, from the days that uh, I spent with a lot of those guys. So um, hats off to them for being who they were way back then and who they are today. We're still friends. 
Now, let's fast forward to today, because I know this is a big part of your message, Dave, to connect to students, to youth, and to guide them through what is you know, certainly a, a crazy world today. And i got to share this. I, I have the opportunity now to – I teach a, a small class at Syracuse. It's a five-week course uh, up at the Newhouse School, and I walk out of that room every time just invigorated. I can't sleep after that class because of how much these kids inspire me. And they break down a lot of cliches and a lot of people, you know, look at, oh, those kids today, they're on their TikTok and what are they doing? It's like, no, the, these, this is the, I, the future to me, I could not be more encouraged about because of the way they work and just a number of things that I could share here. And I wonder if you feel the same way. Certainly there has to be some guidance and some lessons and some things that you want to teach our youth today. But do you feel the same way working with, uh, you know, youth groups and, and all the messages that you put out there these days? Absolutely. There are a lot of people in, in, in my era and my age group that kind of think these kids are crazy today, that, you know, they're just wild. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know what they want. But the opposite is really true. They know what they want. And, uh, for us and my age group, we better move out their way <laughs> and let them be who they're going to become. Um, they're at Syracuse, and, and I guess there's a lot of schools all over the country where kids are doing well, trying to make their way, find out what their life is going to be like, what kind of career they're going to have, et cetera. But absolutely, um, when you're around these young people and you have a chance to see them, listen to them, interact with them, uh, they're our future, and uh, we've got to let them and be, I think, as supportive as we can be and get out of their way and let them lead. You have a lot to teach our youth. What have you learned from them? Um, I will tell you that um, you have to listen to them. Mm -hmm. You know, so many of us in my age group think that because of our age, our experience, our life experiences, that we know more than them. But you got to sit down and listen to them and what it is that they're dealing with, um, good and bad, and where it is that they want to go and what it's going to take to get them to where they want to go. The, the bad thing for people like us, when I say us, I don't know if that includes you, but people in my age group, we don't like to listen to these kids. We think that they don't have anything to say, that they don't bring value to the table. And nothing could be more wrong than that. I mean, they bring a lot of value, a lot of different ideas in terms of what changes are taking place. They start talking about the future. We don't think like that. And uh, we, we, we better learn how to listen. That's a very, very important thing we need to do with my age group. Now, uh, on that note, Dave, uh, not only listen, but absorb and learn from your book. We want people to buy the book, so let's not give everything away here. And you're going to be doing this at your at, at event on Friday. But, you know, when you wrote that book and got everything down and went through your life, uh, you know, from a basketball player to a businessman, the mayor of Detroit, and now as, as a mentor and somebody who's, who's giving back in, in so many ways, what do you think was the big message that, that came out of that that you wanted to convey to people? That a lot of people are naysayers. You know, um, as you grow up, uh, there are so many people that want to tell you what you can't do. And, I mean, coming up as a young basketball player in Washington, D.C., people told me, you're too small, you're too frail, you're not going to be a really uh, impact player. 
um, people said from an academic standpoint. You're from a public school. Um, you probably didn't get a very good education, and now you're at Syracuse. You're probably not going to make it there. You're probably going to fail and float out of school. Uh, from a basketball standpoint, uh, you, you made a bad choice. You go to a school that's, that has no basketball program. And so when you look at all of the naysayers, and I think that's what drives me, a, a person like me a lot, is that you want to prove those people wrong. And uh, I was able to do that from a, from a basketball standpoint. I think from a business standpoint, I was able to do that. And even from a, a political standpoint, I, I was able to do that. So I don't want anybody to uh, get their dreams dashed because people don't believe in them. you got to believe in yourself. And uh, that that's the big story for me. That's a terrific message that people that go Friday will hear for sure and will get if uh, they read the book as well, which they should absolutely do. we got to get some hoops talking here before we go, though, Dave. Uh, just What are you thinking on the cues? I know you're keeping up with things, watching the games, and great win last night. And uh, as always, it's, it's going to be interesting down the stretch as this team kind of tries to fight its way into the postseason here. Yeah, it is going to be interesting. You know, there was so much hoopla when Syracuse was in the Big East because, in my opinion, uh, the Big East and the ACC uh, was the cream of the crop for college basketball. Um, Now that, uh, you know, Syracuse is in the ACC, um, it's still uh, the cream of the crop. And, um, you know, we're on the outside looking in. Uh, we're competitive enough, I think, to get into the tournament. Um, j- just how far we can go, I'm not sure. We're still a pretty young team. But Jim has done an outstanding job, and uh, he's a favorite of mine, uh, without a doubt. Um, so it- it's going to be uh, part of his legacy, I think, to see whether or not at this point in his career, uh, whether he can finish and bring one of one of these teams uh, through the tournament and uh, bring Syracuse back to its prominence. Dave, what a pleasure to catch up. We're looking forward to seeing you here uh, Friday. Uh, I, I would imagine you're going to stick around for the Duke game on Saturday as well, we hope. Absolutely, All absolutely. Right. Excellent. I'll look to it. Hopefully the Dome crowd gives you the uh, great uh, uh Applause that you deserve at that one, and uh, we're looking forward to the event on Friday. We'll give people the details here again here shortly, but thank you so much for your time and your message and everything you're doing these days, Dave. We appreciate it. Thank you so very much. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. That's Dave Bing, ladies and gentlemen, Hall of Famer, not only just basketball but uh, in life in so many different ways. And as mentioned, Dave will be Friday, 4 o'clock at the Maxwell School You can learn all about this event at maxwell.syr.edu. It is free. It is open to the public, but you do need to register and you do need tickets for the event. And today is the last day that you can register for those tickets. You can get all the information at maxwell.syr.edu. Go there, register for the event. Dave will be doing a uh, discussion that is going to touch on many of the themes that are in his book, his life, his experience. There's a reception afterwards where you can say hello and uh, meet a legend. A Hall of Famer. Who knew back in the day that that was a Hall of Fame backcourt between Dave Bing and, and Jim Beheim? There you have it, folks. Great to catch up with a uh, great, great man. And uh, a pleasure to speak with him on a number of things. But we could do a whole hour with Dave Bing and, and not cover everything, right? Think about that. Hall of Fame basketball player. Think of what he said about coming to Syracuse. They had lost 27 in a row. Nowhere near the basketball powerhouse 
that it's known for now. Had all those other uh, scholarships, could have gone anywhere he wanted. He came here because he met Ernie Davis. He met John Mackey. Obviously became lifelong friends with Jim Beheim. And, and sometimes that's what matters more, relationships and opportunity and overcoming odds. And goes on to be a, a, a millionaire in the business world, sells his business to give back, to be the mayor of Detroit. We didn't even touch on that. We could have a whole discussion about doing that. And now just giving back as a mentor and somebody who has a lot to say about life, but I loved what he said about, you know, you have to listen, right? It's a lesson that I teach my kids all the time about not just listening to literal questions and, and details, but just ironic to say on a radio show, I know this, but just shut up and listen sometimes and learn something, right? <laughs> we don't say that, but I love that message. I love that, you know, he even now is more curious to learn from our youth to help guide them. If he can help that with the experience he's had in life, great. But uh, you got to listen. You got to listen to them. And you got to challenge them a little bit and just take it in and, and give it back as best as you can. I mean, who knows that better than him? That's fantastic. So if you can go to that event, I would highly recommend it, folks. I mean, spend an hour or so with Dave Bing and, and hear his message on so many things would be an incredible opportunity. It's this Friday at the Maxwell School, maxwell.syr. Edu for all the info. We will break. We will come back. You're on the block. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com.